Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. I am Scott Beer Cole, beer enthusiast, and this is Beer and Other Shh, the podcast. We are just a couple blokes helping you, you, appreciate and understand craft beer one pour at a time. We Absolutely. swap that out. We yeah, swap that out. You gotta switch it up sometimes. You know what I mean? Welcome to episode 32 of the podcast. Scotty, how are you, mate? I'm very well. We're here in our Toronto headquarters. At the, in, in the set again, as you can see. Chez Scott Beer Cole. This is the That's set. It's becoming the official set of the I podcast. I love it. It's my favorite place yeah. to do a podcast. It's quiet. Yeah. We got way less technical issues. We don't need that funny little windsock. No, nah, the windsock yeah. was lit though. Right? It is pretty cool. Yeah. We have this boss dog little fella with the hops, the faux hops, the real wheat. You know, oh, I got the candle. We didn't light the candles. Don't worry, I'm getting to it. Oh, we had a plan. So, uh, what's good, brother? Chilling. I haven't um, seen you for... Yeah, it's been a few weeks. A couple we, weeks. We were in Chambly. Um, we sure were. We talked a lot about it. It was a great Certainly time. Did. We're not going to talk about it today. We're yeah. going to talk a lot <laughs> about it. Go listen to episodes 30 and 31 where yeah. we died, died uh, what's the word? God, I'm tired. Dissected it. Yes. We yapped about it. It was a good time. And we broke it down you, for two episodes. If so. y'all remember the, the episode 31, we were both like mash up. It was a progressive lituation <laughs> to, to the peak of <laughs> of what we were on 30. And yeah. we and you know what? On the real, I kept the whole thing, eh? Like, really? Okay. The whole because I haven't even edited hasn't, it. it hasn't been no, well, the audio's done. Okay. The podcast, the video hasn't been Amazing. done, but the I can't wait. I kept the whole last interview with Unibrew, which is a, <laughs> a it's a mess. <laughs> So just so y'all know, we kept it. It was a long day. It was in battle. Like we were, we both were just like, oh, shut yeah, up, Craig. Just shut stop up, talking. Just let it go. But, but we kept it because I the thought people, it was pretty funny. funny. I yeah. thought it'd be entertaining because it just shows like, man, you shouldn't be starting the day drinking 8.5% beers. And we had the great idea of start with the strong stuff and ease our way. Kind of, no. Did we ever ease up though? No. It was imperial everything, <laughs> double everything all day long. <laughs> I got it was great, trashed in a great you, time. And then you went out afterwards and still time. I, I could I tried. I was like, nah, be on, I ain't about yeah. that. So. And uh, both of us, the funny thing though, the reason I brought it up was we both did not drink for about a week. I had a couple beers throughout the week. Yeah. But that was it. And but I did not no enjoy desire. them. I no like, desire. No. You had nothing right. I didn't enjoy One it full week, all. I didn't have a sip. Damn. And uh, so, I just didn't want to. I was like over it. And, uh, but we back. But we back. We and, have them burst. We're back now. I'm so, I feel like we're we're in business. It's been a good we're solid couple. We'll say yeah, two weeks tomorrow. Thanks to re up. So uh, yeah, we're back in Toronto, and um, you know, happy to be here. So today we're going to be reviewing the Cameron's Brewing Brewmasters Selection Four Pack, which was in all full disclosure like. We always purchase the beers Absolutely. that we have on the show. Always. Unless we go to like a, a brew pub or interviewing someone, they usually provide that as part right. of an interview. A pint right? or two and yeah, right. you know, nothing crazy, but you know, like whatever. But this was actually kindly sent to us um, from Cameron's. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Cameron. So I just want to put that like full disclosure. I don't and yeah. you know, I don't want people to think we you know I've had a couple of these, but I haven't had them all. And if we say they're good, I don't want people to say we're kissing their ass because they gave us beers. Yeah. Um, they're not paying us to do this. We just want to, 
you know, they were kind and enough to send us the beers. Donated us some beers and said, uh, Go through the coasters, yeah. Give it a shot. Tell give it a shot, you know. Well, and yeah. to be honest, we have mentioned it uh, once or twice in the past about Cameron's new branding. Yes. We both drank all their beers previously prior yep. to the old branding, which was, you know, admittedly quite plain. And, Mind uh, you, they, they had a four pack before, which wasn't these. These are the newer bottles. brews, right? Yes, the uh, bottles, the four pack bottles. I think there was like an Auburn or a Brune or something. Yeah, they pretty. Some pretty standard, standard brews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and probably, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing too fancy, but. No. Yeah, Amber Brown and maybe something else like a Pills or whatever. Yeah. So this is the new one. Like I said, I've had a couple of them I, I purchased not that long ago. I um, just really liked the branding, to be honest, and I wanted to give them a crack again. I thought it was cool, and we've talked about this. A lot of the Ontario specifically, I don't notice it in Quebec, but as, as the community's grown or the industry's grown, like the, mm-hmm. they're stepping it up. Everyone, Nickelbrook came back with Boss um, uh, branding. Uh, what's the other joint? The uh, Grand River. Grand River, thank you. I was about yeah. to say Gold Knife, that place. Yeah. They, they stepped it up. Um, a bunch of a bunch of breweries really up well, the game. It's I cool. think because Ontario craft is booming right now. If you don't keep up with the branding, you can't keep up with everyone else because it's it's moving so quickly. Regardless of the beer itself, it's just yeah. like you got to look good to for people to buy your beer or to try it for the first time, even right. Hundred percent. It doesn't look awesome on the shelf. You're probably not going to pick it up. So Absolutely. there were a few of those that I don't know a little. Some of the labels look like maybe they were made in word art by like a grade seven or eight or <laughs> that something. Was, that was the great. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to call them out, like, but like, I want no, to prop they, them on changing. That's them. what I'm saying. But regardless, like, I don't really care about it. I'm just saying, if I see a bunch of beers on the shelf that don't look very enticing to me, I'm probably not going to grab them. So that probably means most other people aren't going to grab them either. Then people aren't trying your beer. Then kind of we have a problem, right? So it's cool Absolutely. to see that everyone's stepping it up. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, you got to make good beer. Who cares what it looks like? But it's cool that everyone's kind of, you know, on the up and up with making their the product look good and taste better. I find like I don't know if they've changed some recipes, but the beer tastes better as well. More importantly, yeah. right? That's a great question. Actually, I might um hit up the Cameron's rep and just be like, is that is and it, it changed, has it changed? Right. I probably should have found that out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know I've definitely had a lager and an amber from them, but I don't think it's the... I'm not sure if it's the it's same one. Right. But the one, one I had them, I think they were fantastic. So we're going to unbox the um, the thing. Wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to oh, say what we look? have here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, no, I, I just apologize. wanted to break it down. We have four beers here. We have the Captain's Log Lager, which is a 5% lager. Uh, one-eyed Grouse ESA. Grouse. So Grouse. I think grouse, is a bur- grouse in Australia is... Like awesome. Yeah, it's a bird like similar bird, to like right? a small turkey. It's like really, eh? yeah, kind of like one of those walking birds, kind of <laughs> one of those dumb right? birds. I think they're like really a... good to eat. <laughs> like a grouse and a pheasant. I think they're somewhat pheasant. related. That's what I was yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's an ESA, four point eight percent. ESA is a. Um, I think it's an English special ale. I want to say. It's an English special English style ale. They say style ale. Okay, Over. and then we got a amber, which is a red ale, five percent. And 12 Mile IPL, which is India Pale Lager. Okay, so they're so, all pretty mild. Yeah, pretty kind of nothing too serious. They seem very, I hate the word, but sessionable. Easy drinking. Easy drinking. Yeah, yeah but cameras have some boss, um, what are they called? Uh, special beers. I've had that, the Obsidian, like r- rum barrel age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Which These are, yes, are just their, their go-tos. And then they have, uh, most places have their seasonals, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit after. Yeah, discuss yeah. seasonals, yeah. So I think it's time we unbox it. Yes, we're not drinking beer. This is beer podcast. What are we doing? Let's yeah, let's go. And so I think it's time we did the unboxing. So uh, oh, I'm ready for it. I like the box. I like. Do you know what? I like box sets. I like these. I think they're really cool. It's special. It seems like they're supposed to be. You know, 
all made together and go together and it's in this pretty little orange box it's a four pack of tall cans yeah um let's uh tear it open like it's christmas day oh look at that we're sharing oh, it. yes this is cute this is oh, really very cute. what we're doing here. so cute okay um golden lager do you want to do any specific order i'd say we start with the lager because it's the simplest okay. so it says it's a golden lager the captain's log lager at five okay. percent you do the honors bro absolutely for the people Oh. I always flick it because it, it. Do you know I, you do it on the side and I quite yes, like that. You do it on the top. The tap right? on the top. Yeah. Do you know what the difference is? I don't, but I once saw an episode of something or other said that is the best way to do it to get all the bubbles off the side of the can to lift the carbonation so it makes it's not sense, as right. Right. So then when you open it, it's not this rush of bubbles. The bubbles are already at the top. They just kind of pop out. Whereas if the bubbles settle on the side of the can, you open it, they all come ripping up. Then a bunch of foam comes out as well. Right. And so you don't let's want. see if let's test it and. Oh, look at that. That was perfection. Slight that little bit of bubble. Yeah. He was just happy to be there. Absolutely. All right. So, can you hear that? You probably can. It's just beer pouring into a glass. But, <laughs> hey, sometimes you can. Thank you, sir. You're a gentleman. You're a scholar. You are, you know, you are, you are what the people want in a bloke. Oh, look at it. Look at it pour. What so a it looks, flaming uh, ripper. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a lager. Um, Looks like a lager. No offense. Let I me. mean, it is a lager, so. No, that's definitely not a problem at all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Captain's Log Lager. Oh, oh. <laughs> Dripping on yourself there, mate. I'm going to see what I gave it in untapped. I gave it a four in Out untapped last time I had it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, hang on, got a little bit of glass. Uh, I would use a different word to describe it, but I'm going to keep the podcast clean. Okay. So, I would like to say cheers. Clinky, clinky, drinky, drinky. Get it in, yeah. Okay. Solid. Yeah. Taste, look, I, I don't, this is not disrespect to, this is lagers, they're all the same, it's whatever. Yeah, like, but it doesn't taste, as we like to say, macro-y, like it doesn't taste macro-y. adjuncty. As, is that even, I bet, I bet it's terrible terms and the b yeah. be like, God, you guys are, well, right, thank God like, none of them are listening to this podcast. None of them are, because it's not for them anyway. No. Shouts to y'all if you yeah. are listening and you got any, you know, feel free to correct us. I'm not going to talk about the, the proteins and the, the weeds or the, oh, the like, yeast the and yeast. stuff. Because you know what? We're not Cicerones and no. we haven't wrote a book. No, but we, we know a little bit about that. But we're more for the people, you know, we appreciate the mm. brew. We want to tell you what we like, um, what you should try, what you shouldn't try. This is pretty cool, man. Like yeah. for a lager, like if I'm going to bar and I'm drinking a lager, I have no problem yeah. with this. Super crushable. It's, it's a lot of, there's enough clean flavor. And that's what I'm saying. Crisp and clean. I yeah. feel like I know that's probably overdone, but I feel like with lagers, like if it can say that they're crisp, mate, I'm happy with that. Like. Just had, had a nice little head on it. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of body to it as well. Yeah. Where I think a lot Good of loggers, they, they try to, they almost strip all the body out of it. It's like drinking like, like yellow tinted Perrier water. Like it's just kind like of there's is, not right? really any flavor to it. But no. I mean, this is by no means overwhelming in flavor. It's crisp and clean as a lager should be. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. I'm absolutely not mad at it. And like I said, if I gave it a four last time, I think maybe I was just impressed yeah. because I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's easy to make a great lager. I think lagers are very underrated, even though they're, in my opinion, probably one of the more boring styles because I like all the fancy hops and all the crazy stuff sure. that you do to beers. But when you make a good lager, like that's something that we have never done before because of the cold process and we don't have the equipment or not. You know, I think it'd be pretty tough to make. So to make a great tasting lager that's not macroy or adjuncty, because I bet there's probably some pro, something you have to do to make it like super lit. I also feel sense. like so you know how. Um, uh, Molson Canadian and Coors Light have their sub-zero 
So if you see at some bars, they have like the frosted tap. It's like a stainless steel tap. Oh, with I have like seen ice that. all over it. They, they serve it colder than all the other drafts. I think they're serving it at around... Like minus them? Sometimes it goes... It actually says on some... Like they had it at the Jack Astor's we used to work at. Oh, what? <clears throat> Maybe after you left, but... Okay. They have a little um, like temp on the top that'll tell you actually what it's being served at. Right. And it's, it's sometimes it'll like it'll drop. It hovers around zero, but will drop like to minus one or one or two or three degrees. So colder than most of the other drafts. I don't know the exact system they put it through, mm -hmm. but um, it. I'm assuming it's to make it taste better because it tastes like ass if you don't like serve it really really cold. I feel like a beer like this, you would you don't have to serve ice ice freezing cold to appreciate it like there's still some flavor in there um i don't have to chill it down to sub-zero to actually have disguise it taste, lack describe of it right this guy's a right. flavor, but lack thereof yeah. there's enough here that i could drink it uh which it warms up a bit yeah, yeah i feel like this is good saying. and I, it's you know few and far between i definitely have had some great lagers from uh here i had the recently the woodhouse lager which is a lot yes. darker yes. than i anticipated it to be which i quite enjoyed yep um, kind of like um Creamore Amber yes, Lager Absolutely It's like an idea. Amber Lager That's I quite right. like that Because that means it got a bit more Of a darker malt profile Yeah Not because it's anything Super special But generally In a lager form Or in like these Lighter beer styles If they're a little Darker in colour That usually means It's made with a different malt um, Potentially you know A bit more roasted A bit darker Which often lends A different flavour And that kind of You know Black lagers Are something we've I think we talked about yeah, before Yeah I love um, Sh Shiner Huge fan Shiner Buck? Oh, the Shiner Black The Black Lager I love. We had that from in Texas, right? Or yeah. We had it here. No, Texas. No, we had it in Texas. Okay. That was um, lit. Specifically from... Where in Texas? Austin. Austin, Texas. Yeah, we went to Arlington. Arlington. I don't know if you said Arlington. It's okay. Austin, Texas. Keep it weird, Austin. Keep it weird. Yeah. <laughs> and that was 2011. That was a long gonna, time ago. Let's go ahead and Light these little... Yeah. Oh, you know what? Ambiance is very key, guys. When yeah. we drink beer, we like ambiance, okay? Ladies... If your man is a beer drinker, and if you're a beer drinker, ambiance is key. It makes the beers taste that much better. And, you know, that's what we support. I don't know if you can see these in the video. Is it too far care. forward? Uh, you know what? I, don't, I guess I don't care either because I'm care. looking at the ambiance. There we go. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all that matters. We're going to slowly line these bad yeah. girls up because they're girls. Yes. they're beers. Absolutely, because they're beautiful, beautiful, <sighs> delicious, golden. Sex in a glass. Yes. Stop it. Ugh. Okay. So it's Toronto Beer Week. It is. So from September 16th. Which is today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Who, so Who knew? Friday. Who knew? Toronto um, Beer Week represent September 16th to 24th. I'm just in the Now Magazine here. Now represent. Newspaper. Yep. A uh, bunch of bars, bunch of breweries associated with it. I don't even feel like we're going to get to any of these, but... No, I'm, I'm, you know what? I wish... This is a really quick trip for us. Yeah. Uh, for me specifically. So I... We didn't really plan this because I really was keen on getting these Camerons in on a podcast. I really wanted to, to get these done, but I wasn't aware of this. I should have been. So we're probably missing out. And yeah, I was looking at the website before. Enough events. There's a lot, some cool of, thing a lot of cool places. Yeah, like say what? Verse. Verse, The Ren. They have all the... Um, then, like, these name it. Prohibition. Yep. Um, I think Sarah's Cafe had something, which is the place where we tried all the West for Terran. Yeah, Sarah's Cafe and bars in there. Um, Monarch Tavern, both the poor boys, The Ren. Damn. Uh, they have like the Village Idiot and... Where is that one? I've heard of that. That one, the Village Idiot. I think it's in the... Not downtown core, but like up near... Uh, 
I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Somewhere I in try. Toronto. It's yeah. okay. I respect that. I thought you might. So have and then the office the pub. That's that place where you can get uh, Westwood Terran Twelve for like twenty bucks a bottle. Is that the one near um, Hooters you were telling me about? Yeah, right on. Oh, that's there. okay. That's a see. That's a major key, right? That's a secret. Yeah, I just well, I just exposed it now. But like bottles no, okay. of Westwood, the people need to know. I'm, hey, I'm just. I'm saying this is an exclusive now. In case you so all you didn't want know, to tell, tell them about a it. bottle of Westwood Terran Twelve, they don't always have it, but. Every other place I went to in Toronto was selling for $40, $45 a bottle at yeah. least. At least. And you can get any of the West Lutherans there when in stock. Six, eight, and 12? Yeah, for 20 bucks. And I'm like, what? Like, that's, that's nuts. worth it for me. So we had one maybe a year and a half, two years ago with a couple of buddies of mine. And we just bought one bottle and had a little snifters and just enjoyed it a little bit. And it was well worth the $20. Man, we so. paid $40 that many times for it. Yeah. So anyways, Toronto Beer Week, lots of stuff going on. This yeah. will probably be released after it's already done. So, so it doesn't even really matter. It doesn't really matter. But know, it would have been cool to get to a couple of the events. I mean, but it's sort of hard to like uh, capture them all in a podcast anyway yeah. and stuff like that. I kind of prefer the festivals for these like for the large, you know, like Chambly is. I don't keep, once again, I don't keep bloody bringing it up, but yeah. zipping around to, you know, the ambiance there rather than go to the ones that are individual venues. So they're mm-hmm. kind of fun. Like we were at the Ontario Beer Week. Uh, when we had Chanel on the podcast, episode 23. Right. At Poor Boy on College. And that yes. was... Um, Ontario? Excuse me. Ontario Beer Week, right? Ontario Craft Beer Week or whatever. Where they're doing the, sam- the tasting of... We had the Big, big rig. rig. Yeah. But that was the name of the week, right? Yeah. So, it's super dope. I just like the fact that there's multiple full weeks of programming for, you know, in, in the city. Because I don't think they have that in Montreal from memory. I don't think they have any sort of like specific timeline where they uh, if I'm wrong yeah some anyone in Montreal like tell me I wish I, I, don't, I just can't think off the top of my head I feel like there's enough festivals but there isn't like a full week in Australia I, found, I saw they had this thing called Good Beer Week and it's in like May or something so we completely missed it but and that's everywhere exact same concept all these different bars like Two Row Bar had it and a lot of different places and they have like you know things they brew just for it and stuff so special I, I, brew, special brews yeah. yeah I think this is the time of year being in September there'll probably be a lot of uh, the seasonals nice yes. little segue uh, a lot of seasonals there um, for the time of year coming into the fall this is when we're going to see the pumpkin beers the spiced beers the porters probably not really stats just yet I think it'll the stats will come in the next few months um, so yeah. seasonals yes how do you feel about pumpkin spice beers okay there's this big kind of thing about thing about them right and it's love them or hate them i feel but i feel like kind of the real um craft beer purists don't like them it's not true to any style it's just a lager with a bunch of fancy spices or an amp sorry i didn't mean like an ale with a bunch of different spices thrown in it Often brewed with real pumpkin though, which is Sometimes, probably a differentiator. Right. But I, I feel like not all of them are. Yeah, yeah. I feel like some are like pumpkin You were saying pumpkin flavors. You know how someone said the other day, sorry to cut you off there, yeah. that they were thought that um, uh, Saint Ambroise was brewed with um, yeah. flavoring and I was at the supermarket the other day and they had them there and I checked and it's made with real pumpkin. For Sweet. sure. So they're apparently one of the major ones, at least in Quebec. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was a Shelby, someone said something. Um, well, there's some that specifically say they're not like that, hey, pumpkin beers. Pumpkin flavored yes, beers. Yes, pumpkin flavored beer, like spice beers. And that's fine too, I guess. I just think it's like, you know, go all in, go well, all You out, just man. showed me uh, a picture yes. of, I think we posted on the BAOS uh, Facebook page. Facebook Facebook.com forward slash BAOS podcast. You'll be able to see what we're talking about. Um, by the time you'll see it, it'll probably be <laughs> heaps down the feed. But there's a brewery called Breckenridge in the States. I didn't actually check where they are from. 
and they have a a nitro pumpkin spice latte beer. Right, so specifically to taste like, like a, a basic latte, B. Like a basic B PSL. Right. To me, it is the coolest thing in the world. You know, we're all a basic B at heart. Absolutely. Look at us not even swearing. We're not bad, eh? Who, do- who doesn't wear their Uggs to Starbucks and get their <laughs> PSL? Not this guy. Uh, not this guy. Extra okay. Vente Grande. So it's called uh, yeah, Pumpkin Spice Latte by Breckenridge. Um, and it's like they're saying that non-alcoholic P- oh okay forget the non-alcoholic PSLs right confuse me so it's from their Nitro series um, so it's on tap on Nitro yes and it's, it's with coffee so it's a pumpkin beer with coffee That's and amazing. nitrogen infused now Nitro beers they're uh, creamy everything yeah so that, that, that would give it almost mimic a latte right it's like creamy yeah. and, and dark and frothy I wish I showed a picture of what the beer looks like because I bet yeah. it's probably like the dark 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 amber so you know some of the pumpkin beers were like some of them are like full just amber and some mm. of them are like borderline porter yeah one of I've, had, I've had I've had actually the one. days I had a um, like a pumpkin spice porter it was awesome damn and it was, it was actually a, a blend with a, uh, it was so weird but it was so good um, it was like a cider mixed with like a porter and pumpkin spice. Dang it was like sour and dark and like that pumpkin-y spicy. and spicy. Yeah, it was really interesting. Do you remember who made I it? I don't know. Did you ever have that Southern Tier one? It was called like Wizard something. Yeah. And it was the dark I pumpkin. Did. I did. That was what I'm probably thinking yeah. of. That was lit. That, that was, was super good. good. Um, let's pick the next uh, camera's beer. Yep. Which black. Um, so we just had the lager. It was just the captain's, captain's log, log. log. So kind of your classic lager, creamy, smooth, crispy. Let's go to... Um, why do don't we have the, the one-eyed, the gross ESA? Let's do that. I have not had that. So, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. It's okay. I'm going to keep it cheap. I feel like I need a coffee right now. I'm kind of fading. Mm. Mm. So the one, one-eyed gross. Mm. It sounds almost like a... Uh, oh, like a trouser snake? Yeah, exactly. Like a way of saying wanking, but not actually wanking. <laughs> I just love the word grouse. It's so strange. I like the word wanking. Because <laughs> people here really don't really use it, eh? No, it's kind of a strange. I still like the... Oh, is that you pumping that? Yeah. Pause. Okay. English style ale. Okay, interesting. One-eyed grouse. I've never really heard something called an ESA. <laughs> Like, I you feel like it's called English style. So, AI. do you remember at, and not to refer to it because we said we wouldn't even talk about it today, but Chambly. Farnham. Yes. Had the SKA. And I was asking him. Uh, SKA. Right. It was that. Um, yeah, nice little pick. You can keep talking. It was the, like, cider. No, which one was it? Remember? We're sitting down with Farnham. We were we were talking about the barley wine beer. Yeah. And he called an SKA, and I said, "What does SKA mean?" And he's like, "We just made it up. It just sounded good." Oh, for this, uh, the hard lemonade. They yes, had. that was it. The hard yeah, lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it their yeah. SKA, and I'm like, "Well, usually there's these three letter um, abbreviations: ESB, IPA." And I'm like, "SKA? I've never heard that. What is that?" Oh, we just liked it. It sounded yeah, like so. It could even be SKA. that. Like, interesting. So I guess you know, kind of just string together three words like I could make a Canadian pale lager it's a CPL all of a sudden yeah right? that's true actually and then just catches on right so and this one is uh, 4.8% well cheers fella you know cheers, how it goes mate get it in you alright mm. 
Okay. Oh, for 4.8%, that's pretty, that's flavorful. And you know, I'm not going to lie, these English um, ales are somewhat... Um, They're pretty low on my... Um, yeah, I'm not that interested in them generally. This is good. It's, it's actually really good. It says malty. I'm noticing something from both of these. There's mm. like a smoothness to both of them. Mm. I don't know if that's the water or if that's the, the process, but it's like... Where's Cameron's from? Isn't it like Guelph or something? Oakville. Oakville, represent. Yeah. West side. Um, yeah, it's very smooth, right? But the water there, was like subtle hops. Yeah, um, you're just literally kind of saying what you're gonna. I'm just putting review. down a few notes so I don't uh, forget. You know, it's a nice color. It almost looks like it should be a, a pumpkin spice ale of sorts. It has like an orange. Oh, stop it! Orange hue. Let's orange, talk about the orange hue. Let's for talk about the bit. hue. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about the hue. Hue. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like honey colored. See the honey? Give, it, honey a little, give it a little shake. Look a at little that. bit of nice shake. Oh, creamy head on there. Creamy. Nothing better than a good creamy head. Now, legit, this is dope. Great work, Cam. I wonder who Cameron is. Probably just I don't know. The founder? I feel like blokes just named Bruce. Like a bloke. He apparently... Is that a beard going on? It's a, The beard is like an extension of the wheat. That's Ooh. so metaphorical right there. I like that. That's beer. You can see, That's beer. You can see that there. Can you see that? Now you can see it. Now I can see it. Now you piffed it. English. And look, I guess that's a grouse on the can. Yeah, it's a grouse. It's flaming grouse, mate. English. All right. I like I'm it. Good works. No, legit. Two from two. Two from two, guys. Two for two so far. Two for two. Two, two here. You're drinking more of these than me, man. I'm like, I'm full of I'll tell you if I don't like it. That's one thing I'm not afraid of doing. No. Um, most beer I like because it's beer and I generally just think like it's delicious. Beer. But there's beers that I don't like, and if I don't, I'm not ashamed or afraid to say, sorry guys, I don't like this. My personal opinion is... Not into it. Right. Yeah. Don't get it in ya. Do not, in fact, get it oh, in However, no, this is great. This is um, something I could sit down at a pub and have a few of. Yep. And watch the footy match. Definitely footy. Or oh, soccer. Or oh, soccer. Soccer. Sorry, Tiff. Yeah, um, soccer. soccer. Represent. Uh, no, this is cool though. It's like it, I feel like it's like a pub style ale. Yeah, and it's fun. And actually, your lovely girlfriend Tiffany just got back from London, England. Yes, she did. And so I think she did a pub or two. Yeah, um, she did a pub or two. But yeah. no, no brew pubs. Right. That kind of party. But, but she did bring us back some uh, lovely stuff. Yeah, five beers that were all like. I'm not, like Fuller's I think a bunch from Fuller's stuff I'd kind of seen before the kind of big stuff uh, yeah but and some Guinness Guinness had made these other like there's like a Dublin Porter and a some sort of blonde so ale super strange yeah. so we'll do them in a podcast cool. um, coming up to talk about England so yeah the seasonals like I'd like to do do you like, have a, okay so we were talking about pumpkin spice for a while do you have yes. a favourite pumpkin spice beer there's a lot of them out there you know what I really like the um I really like the the Saint Amboise one, which is yeah. is just fantastic as far as like it's readily available. It's a crack because a lot of them it's tough to find. Like well, and they only come out much, for a very. There's a limited quantity so that limited. almost comes out for a, like a, a yeah. small amount of time. I haven't had yeah. I, the the Saint Amboise comes to mind because I feel like I had that um, a bunch. The pumpkin when we first had it. Do you know what we did? We were idiots. We drank the whole bottle each. We didn't even just think about splitting it. Do you remember well, we the first time? We, used to do that all the we were time. idiots. We never split anything. Yeah. Like, we didn't. We just didn't think. We were new, guys. We were new, but the pumpkin. I remember probably being another favorite because it literally. That was the southern tier you're talking southern about. Southern tier. Right? Yeah. It literally tastes like a 
pumpkin pie. Like but you can taste strong. the crust. It's mad strong. Yeah. It's like a dessert beer that you'd share the big 650 mil bottle with like four to six people. Man, I love Southern Tier so much. We're going to go down there. Do you know what? We're going to do it again and we're going to... Have we told... We've told the story of Southern Tier. We probably have. We can, we can quickly recap it. So we went on a self-guided brewery tour of Merkel. Southern Ontario. Oh, up, Southern Ontario. Upstate New York. Correct. And we crossed the border. That was a, that's a whole friggin' podcast episode in itself. But short story long, we showed up at the brewery. We'd already went to... Where did we go earlier that day? You know day? what? Nowhere. Nowhere? The last two days. Right, we went home. We went to Muskoka. We split it up into two days though, right? Uh, the whole day, three days. Three days. So anyways, we made our way across the border. Finally, it's like the early afternoon on a Saturday or Sunday. It was on the weekend. No, the weekday. A weekday? Because okay. I think it was easier to get because you were in the hospitality right. industry, so you had week days off either way we showed up at the brewery it was like 4 or 5 p.m we finally yeah. got across the border finally got there we showed up at the front door of southern tier i think we it was so like four excited o'clock. yeah at the time it was like our we were so into southern tier it was probably my favorite brewery of the time likewise it's still up there for me but for sure. we literally parked the car and saw the guy like come out Pool grab the two big front doors and like all right we're, we're closed like, and close them and we're like sitting there we like six hour drive we six just hour drive we just like six each other and we're like i felt sick to my stomach i'm like i was so excited to finally get there it's in the middle of absolutely like nowhere jamestown new york or right outside like jerry that was the <laughs> jerry jerry the most patriotic town in america there's like ten thousand flags per capita in that place it's ridiculous they're so patriotic it was awesome so much America just like amazing. small town America yeah. and uh, we were feeling it and we're so happy to go to the brewery and they shut us out they locked us out hopefully one day Southern Tier you'll have us maybe we can even do a podcast with you we <sighs> love your beer and just have us you. you know what we will Deadass, as we soon will. as our good friends at the Canadian government bestow upon me the glory that is a work permit <laughs> that I We'll be able to cross the border safely and return to the one, the mother. Come on, Canada. He's Commonwealth. Just let him in our country already. Just, you know, if you're watching, just holler at the kid. Let's get it going because, you know, market is waiting. But in the meantime, I mean, it's not like we're going to front on Canada, but it would be nice to be able to go, hey, let's go down to Vermont and go talk to freaking Alchemy. Absolutely. Yo, I never thought about that. Why would you not think about that? I just don't don't know why. I just keep thinking about driving to get them. I don't even think about getting them on a podcast. Dude, anything's possible. Hmm. All right, guys, keep that, keep that on the uh, on the uh, hat, mate. I think I find like the craft beer world is very accepting and encouraging of people like us that just do a podcast. We just want to talk. Yeah. It doesn't. It's just a little right. bit of time, and people. I, I think people are really willing to lend an hour to to talk about their craft and their beer that they make. And especially to some people that are excited about yeah. it, right? And about it. We want to yeah. drink your beer and talk about it and if let y'all know about it. Yeah, I mean, if it's good, we want to let everyone else know about it. So, 100%. I mean, I think most people are pretty um, on board for something We've like that. We've never been declined a podcast. Nest. Nope. No. So, I nope. mean, like anyone we reach out to, you should, and that's what I love about beer again. I know we always wank on about how dope beer is and the industry and stuff, but yeah. like. Everybody who's we've ever hollered at, like everyone's always down. They're either not available, and we try and reschedule it, or they're just or they're down straight away, um, which is super cool because it's you know, I guess it's excited just as excited as we get to talk about it. You can imagine the the humans that make the beer, right there. Truth, my doodle. Ooh, got see it's that creamy palate. Oh. It's just choking me up. Um, yeah, they want to talk about it. Yes. Seasonals. Another yes. favorite of mine. I just had... I didn't to... even ask you what your favorite pumpkin beer was. I'm sorry. So... That was rude. Mm, yeah, it's okay. 
Pumpkin? Um, pumpkin's pumpkin? up there. Oh, um, the shipyard. shipyard. The shipyard one I really like. That's what I was just Googling. Oh, it's called Pumpkinhead Shipyard. No, Smashed Pumpkin. That was it was Smashed pumpkin. Pumpkin. Smash pumpkin. And it's the Smashed Blueberry. The whole thing is like a yes, Smashed. Yes, I think so. Maybe it's their okay. Smashed series. That makes complete sense. I guess Does. if you drink a couple of them, you're probably smashed yourself, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm on fire. You are the pun master today. Um, okay, so another thing about seasonal. So we were very kindly invited by Muskoka Brewery to a release of their new winter seasonal uh, in a few weeks. Unfortunately, we're both not able to attend. So um, hopefully we'll be able to figure something out with them to have a have a chat because yo we went on that sad yo I'm legit sad about this. Do you know what? I'm sad too, but I feel like you know uh, breweries. If you're there, like we want to come down, invite us to any of your events. Like if we're able to come, this goes to predominantly Quebec, Montreal, and Toronto, unless you want to fly us to Winnipeg or something. But or Vancouver, that should be really good. Fly us Vancouver, Parallel Forty Nine, Phillips. Holler at the kids. Electric unicorn. Electric unicorn. I was thinking about that. Yo, do you know what? Okay. I got another question. A lightning round question for you. Oh, after. Remind me. Okay. It's gonna Are we going to do an actual lightning round? I'm going like to do back and forth. Back and forth. I'm going to do a lightning okay. round shortly. But I got a really good question just thought of right now because I was thinking about this the other day. and It's going to put you on the spot. Cool. Run, but it's a good one. Cool. So Muskoka invited us to, to, to try this new seasonal. So it's their winter uh, beer. Muskoka has a very much reputation for having phenomenal seasonal beers. We've been to their brewery. Yes, we have, but it was back in the day. It was 2011. Once again, that's another brewery who stepped up their mark, uh, um, market branding, marketing, whatever. Sure. Uh, and their beers have just got better and better over the years. We like, also did, I feel like we've talked about this before, but we're going to talk about it again. Me, you, and Pippi did the blind IPA tasting. Oh, we're going to be doing some videos for right. the YouTube that's channel. That's coming up Not too. podcast, but no. subscribe. Go to YouTube, BAOS podcast. There's no like short link. Well, bit.ly bit.ly slash b-a-o-s youtube that's our uh it's in it's in the description trust me um trust us we're gonna do we're gonna start doing series of videos we're working on some ideas and stuff now to get them going so we really want to start doing fun things so sorry you were talking about the just the, the point the blind was being test. is i i always spoke highly of um mad tom ipa loved yes. it i think it's a great ipa it's like a go-to for me all the time and you said, yeah, it's pretty good, but I like this one better. Southern Tears IPA. Right, Southern Tears, just their basic, not their two times. Nope. Their regular IPA. And that's when we were all crazy about Southern Tier because yeah, they make the early ridiculously days. good beers. 2011, 2012. Yeah. Right. I don't go by year, but we already talked about this. Oh, okay, sorry. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, we did earlier, yeah. but you, we blind tasted these IPAs. There was a few others. I think we did three or four, four or five maybe. And three. I can't remember what the third one is though. Something that was not even remotely as good as the rest. I think all three of us picked as our top choice we're all wrong well we were all wrong but we all chose no not all wrong you were wrong i was right and i think pippi was right too but we all chose the mad tom ipa no i chose southern tier no you chose I- oh. mad tom you thought you liked southern tier sorry the taste after tasting i'm like oh no this is the southern yes. tier this is my favorite this is my favorite but it was, it was the, the mad, mad tom. tom that's correct so because that was such a cool experience for us to try that and a blind test like we both like there were three of us doing it um, you know, we, and we did one at a time. So we poured three, put a little like, you know, separator. Talk about it. Which one do you think it which is? One do you think I think it we did is. all three and then said, and then which we swapped, do you choose? And, That's and, right. and we chose. So we'll do definitely do a video like that. 
uh, another video we uh, I don't know we won't spoil them all we've got a bunch of ideas so keep keep uh, you know keep on top of the YouTube channel right now so it's the podcast but we're going to keep having some additional content because it's fun as hell mm-hmm. and we want to keep getting into more beers but the point was we're talking about Muskoka yes I just want to say about their yeah. seasonal I just thought it was uh, you know I just want to thank publicly thank Muskoka for, for the invite thanks and guys to, to you know we really hope we can talk to you guys and also um, I just think it's you know if there's any bruises I want I, I want to go to as many events as possible uh, sure. Particularly the releases of specific beers. We were like we did that interview with Bose on episode like eighteen, I think it was, uh, at their launches, their Montreal launch of the Farm Table IPA, and we went to a couple other ones that they had, the Golden Vox. I want to know how to get my, and I think someone was mentioning this on Instagram or something. How do you get that elephant monsoon beer? Yo, I, okay. I, I need it across in my life. the road from a barber. You tried it, right? Yeah, me and Johnny, right. Jonathan, I, uh, my mate, got and it for me. It's like a. Peanut butter and jelly peanut butter porter? raisin oh porter. So it was grape juice, peanut butter, and porter. And look, I'm not. I probably had it in the fridge for two to three months. Oh, you didn't drink and it then fresh. I right? don't know how fresh it was uh, even prior okay, to that. Okay. I do, did not taste anything remotely okay. resulting in peanut butter or. Did the you grapes. like it? It was great. Yeah, Bose. Honestly, Bose are one of the they breweries can. that just can't go wrong. I've never had. I've had beers that I'm not as fond of as others, but I've never had a bad beer from mm. from Bose. And there's a bunch of brewers like that. Um, like Cameron's. <laughs> like Cameron, respect. So this no, is, we're going to have to good. move on because we're good. already sitting yeah. at a uh, about nearly 30, uh, 36 minutes and we've only had two beers. We've still got two more to and go. And we were talking about what are we going to talk about today? Yeah. Here's something else I want to talk about. Yeah, break it down. So, oh, yes. I forgot. It's going to be a lengthy podcast. Who cares? Yeah. Samuel Adams right? Utopius. So this is a limited release. Um, this is the second time it's been sold in Ontario in the LCBO, I believe. Second time, yes. Second time. So I was in Boston for my 30th birthday a couple years ago. Yeah, I know I'm old. Um, Mad old. I went to the Sam Adams Brewery, did the brewery tour. Yes, you did. And I'm like, hey, yo, ma, how to get my hands <laughs> on some Sam Adams Utopias? They're like, you're not going to find it here. I'm like, but you make it. But I'm in the brewery and you like, make it here. Why do you not have Why do I have to go to Canada there? to get it? So it's ridiculous. Anyways, it comes in this lovely kind of copper still looking um, Google bottle. Google it if you haven't Google seen it, it. Google it. Use your Google. Do your Googles. So what it is, it's kind of, I guess they call it a beer because it's brewed with the same ingredients of beer. Is it really a beer? We were talking mm, about it before. Like 28%? 20, yeah, I think so. I want to say, yeah, 28%. And it's basically... It drinks more like a fine liqueur than a beer, they say. I've heard port and I've heard brandy. We believe it's because Tiff was like, we're just telling her about it because we want to get a bottle. We're, we're not going to tell you how to get it. Actually, by the time you see this, it'll be sold out. Doesn't anyway, even matter. So. They're selling it. On, so in <laughs> stores, they're selling it. Um, like this week, right? This week, uh, September 23rd release at Summer Hill, I believe. So one of those like camp out overnight. We've already done that. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. So they, I haven't, but yeah. Um, September 28th, I believe it's a Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. They oh, have $350 350 bottles available online. Best believe we've been together. Vintage one. Shop Online, which I believe is the vintage online shop shopping online. site for LCBO. It's ah. fairly new. They're promoting it right now. So this is probably a promotional tool. Well, it's had to be for them. Who right. else could it be? Yeah. So uh, the price point is uh, $114.95. So $114.95 for a 710 milliliter bottle. And clearly uh, it's not this. carbonated because you can reseal. That's what right. people saying. Is it carbonated? Because it's, it's like, like is they it say, even BL? That's the thing. This is the question, right? So this is this is the question. They they call it. Do they call it a beer? I'm gonna call it a beer. 
Do you know what? It's pushing the boundaries of a beer. I think that's it's what it is, how it's, right? How it's, how it's uh, brewed. So they say it's a blend of um, brews aged up to 22 years in a variety of barrels. Ooh. It tastes... Here, This is a great description. I read this earlier. Um, it tastes like a molasses-brushed fruitcake that was liquefied and reduced. Damn. I want that inside of me. I want it in my everything. Yeah. Right now. Straight to the source. Just, just inject yeah. that bad boy. So no, I, I think it'd like, be cool. Like it's okay. So it's Sam Adams, a fairly reputable. I think they started as craft. I wouldn't. I don't know if you'd call them craft anymore. I think they're, they're pretty... borderline. Like they're not owned by somebody else. Right. But the only reason they would not be craft like they're is they're so their, big. Their volume. That's no, the volume. Yeah. Because right. it's like ugh, in America, there's a specific not barrels that you do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that. Does but like, I need to try it. It's one of those beers that. Did you just drink your beer before you drank mine? Yeah. Damn. I know everyone is like, Tim looks disgusted like, right now. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, hey, miracle. Wow. All right, all right. Jeez, Lord. Do you want to capture this one? Which one do you want to go next? Do you want to go to the. Um... Okay, so we have two left. We have the India Pale Lager. I reckon the La- India Pale Lager put sure. amber, right? Because yep. it's. I'm down. That, my friends, is something I'm looking oh, That is of. a flashy can. I like that. Oh, that is sexy. Isn't that? Great work. Oh, yeah. I just want to salute the Cameron's uh, branding person and art person because... Beauty. I, I see this on a shelf. I'm drawn to this. Okay, so you know what you said before? You said you don't care about marketing. We all care about marketing. Like, I'm in the marketing business as well. Okay, ready? Ready? Oh, oh, oh. yes. Oh, and that, oh. that little ding didn't work that time. I don't care. I don't care, poor. Just ding it all but over me. But marketing is everything. Like, you know... Appearances are so important, and sure. I feel like for something like at, at Lost Craft, do a great job of that. I mean, they I mean, put a good beer in a good can, like a good why beer not? in a great, yeah. you know, in a fantastic uh, can, and and look, you know, it's definitely helped there. So there's other a bunch of other beers that have done a similar thing. Um, oh, look at this lineup right here. It's pretty. Ooh. I like it. Oh, it's lit. Cheers to beers. Cheers. Cheers to beers. Three of four. That's great. Oh, man. Cameron's well done, guys. Okay, I haven't had this one. We're so. three for three. That's actually, uh, that's pretty good. Thank you. That's the noise you do when you hit the yeah. photo. Three for three. Oh, dead ass. This is fantastic, man. This is bright and citrusy, and um, it doesn't really taste like a lager. It tastes kind of more like a... What do you think like an IPA like? to me as opposed to an Well, IPA. that's what I wanted first. Well, India Pale Lager, so I guess it's just like, I wonder, well, maybe it uses a lagering process. Right, it would probably put a... An IPA through the lagering process to make it a little crisper, yeah. cleaner. Um, it's good. It's really good. I really like it. What is it? Yeah. 5.2%, so still sessionable, um, light, creamy. Mm. There's some words that I, I think are kind of bastardized in the industry. and New World Hops, Tropical Fruit, Citrus Notes. Doesn't I say which that. particular one. Lager aficionado. Basically, it's like a, it's a tasty lager. I, like I hate the word sessionable. So do I. And session. Like, and I don't even like the word craft. We need new words for these. Do you know what? I think we talked about it. Indie beer. Yeah. Can we start indie calling beer. it just indie beer? I'd like to start doing that. It's just, it's legitimately a habit right at this point. Like, it's all it is, you know? I like it. I hate slapping the word craft um, on everything. And sessionable. What does sessionable mean? You can well, drink a lot of them. I can drink a lot of 10% beers. You know what? You're an exception because you're a freak yeah. in, a, in the best way possible. Um, sorry, I'm gonna top you up there, mate, because we still have another beer to go. No. We've got a bunch more crap to talk about. Um, yeah, look, I'm, but like sessionable. I hate what, the what word does that mean? Session, I, guess. I think like, they say like 
sessionable means you can session them, which means you can drink a lot of them. So which it's means low ABV. Like, like what, what yeah, are you trying to say ABV. with that? And it's not like, you know, sometimes people... Like, the number one thing I get... I've been talking to more non-craft people, especially in Australia. I felt like I talked to more people who weren't cool with craft than I ever did here in Canada. Really? Very much so. I forgot to tell you this. Like, I noticed that, that like... I talk to people here, like, you know, the close friends around me, pretty much everybody drinks craft to some extent, right? Like, sure. it's just kind of how it is where... It's the cool hipster thing to do. It's a, th- it's a thing to do, and because we take it so bloody seriously, it, it goes to to show that, like, anything with, um, you know, your, your friendship group or whatever, like, people where the... Inf- uh, what's the word? Not influential guy, but, you know, we're doing this so much. How many of our friends have begun drinking craft Absolutely. because of us? Like... Significant, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So because I guess maybe I'm not there and I'm not that craft dude in Australia, like they see it from afar, but I'm not in their face, like, bro, try this, try this, try this. I so found they don't a like lot the more idea resistance. Of craft? They don't just because no, it's just like maybe hadn't got around to it yet, uh, but that also speaks to how new the um the, the community and the industry is there. Like I was saying that they're very much focused on uh, um, golden ales and right. pale ales are the hot thing whereas I find here is IPAs for sure like in Canada and North America IPAs are the, the thing and then double IPAs probably more so in the States because they're more advanced yeah. they just want the crazy crazy stuff as is everything American but in Canada we're at the IPA point where almost everybody I know would be more than happy to drink an IPA and probably would have a favorite IPA I also think it's great it's really good I also think that IPAs are in a little bit of a like a, a, a downswing like I feel like they've kind of had their glory they're still gonna always be there but I, I find like we, t- we had that sour episode I find things like um Gosa's and um oh yeah, yeah sour-ish beers whether it be like a you know like a wheat beer or even like a Berliner Weiss like these are becoming more popular in the more yes. hipstery but I, I, I just think like big bold flavor always kind of wins yeah, like especially like it's interesting. You talk about red wines <clears throat> too. You talk about like Australian wines, the big Shiraz, the big Cab Sauv. They'll mm-hmm. always be popular because there's so much flavor there. There's so much to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the Merlots and the Pinot Noirs sometimes hide in the background because they're not as big or bold. And I think it's similar with beer. Like the IPA will always be there, but I think maybe the trend of like the IPAs being like the jam is kind of a little bit on the downside because everyone over like everyone had an IPA and and, a, and an Imperial IPA and and you told in Canada or, um, or in just, general well like Ontario specifically but also just in general so like, not the states just Canada I'm just curious I, I just feel like in general right that the, the trend, the trend is IPA, heading towards that's right is going down that's right based on say someone like Phil uh, when he came up and this is how I can usually tell because he's in Phoenix so when he came up he brought a, lot, a bunch of sours and yeah. gozes and gozes I didn't even know what a really goza yeah. was like it was about a year ago Opus Gosa yeah. well you know what I'm Bose yeah good point Bose, Bose, Bose. Bose. I don't know if you can even see them no, this is my Bose of. artwork we got from um, maybe we'll get a nice uh, B-roll yeah. yeah B-roll B-roll yeah that's true actually Bose are a little more ahead of the game with stuff but when Phil came and brought all these gozes right. and stuff in when I say I wasn't familiar with it, it's not like I hadn't heard of it, but I probably just had the Bose one and that's it. Whereas like, you he brought agree, me are like... Are you agreeing with me that this is a trend? 100%. Okay, cool. In North America... I'm just making this up in my head. I'm just feeling based on no, my own premonitions and observations. Yeah. 100%. And I, and I feel like, do you know what's another thing? They they had a, uh, a thing called, I believe it was called Funk Fest. And mm, it was probably two months East ago. and stuff like that? Like, like farmhouse here, and stuff? No, like... 
Sours. Oh, yes. And it was run by... Uh, I don't. It wasn't Sawdust City, but that's what comes to mind. It's something like that. Okay. But I believe, I don't know if it was like up north in Gravenhurst or if it was something here. It was, or maybe it was Hop City. Something like that. Hop City Funk Fest. That sounds familiar, actually. I found uh, Coriolis Effect in the LCBO. There was one can left. Nice. to try that? Absolutely. I bought it and it was How delicious. Was it? I always found it was... I purchased it. Shout out to Sam from... Uh, Sam Corbeil from... Uh, uh, City. Represent. Represent. Great bloke. Great dude. Wicked handlebar mustache. Wicked came all Mace the way down beer. for us. Drove down to Toronto to do a podcast and went back up to Bracebridge. We're going to go, I reckon, in a, you we'll know, come visit a bit you, later, Sam. we're going to come, gonna come see you. <laughs> so, anyways, it was just as good, if not better, in the can. Well, I did. And they have this fancy, like, their can is that color, if you can see it. That it's little like, orange? Yeah, the top? that's like the pinkish, like it's neon like pink. It's like awesome. peach. Yeah, peach, like a neon peach. I think Brad, my notion, my brother had it, and yeah, I think he snapped it to me. I'm like, oh, I drank it with the, I drank it with the I, guy I who made it. With it. the brewmaster. With the guy Thanks, who made it. Though. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> notion. Yeah, enjoy your. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it was delicious. I thought it was even better in the can. Um, Berliner Weiss shouts to Berliner Weiss. Yo, Berliner like, Weiss, lit. Yo. yo, best Berliner Weiss. Lollipop beer. Ooh. <laughs> Lollipop beer was by um, my homies at Pit Caribou. Yes. Medal winner in 2015 at Show Me Beers. I'm going to show man. Didn't even want to talk about it. He's going to sponsor us. We're going we're to really stop talking about that festival. I should have VIP lanyard. <laughs> lanyard. be like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, I went, I went. Man, I had so um, much fun there. It was so It good. was great. I just really wish we didn't get so drunk. Yeah. Do you know what? Like, we talked about this. I have something wrong with me now where I... And me. And you. Okay, so Scott and I are in our early 30s. Uh, and... We like, shut up, Tiff. We like craft beer and long walks on the beach. We do, you know, and we are noticing a downward trend in our liquor tolerance. Now, I noticed after I came back from Australia, I drank a lot there, but I came back. Look, I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm feeling the. I've had, we've had one and a half beers each. I drink like two beers and I'm drunk. I don't know what's wrong with me. And by the time we finished this, I was like, yeah, we're going to go out to to a bar after this and have a, uh, we're going to kind of try and join this uh, um, at Toronto Beer Week uh, bar crawl uh, on the we'll downfall. We'll call it a crub poll. That's what we're going to See? I can't talk. It's a crub poll. Jesus, Lord in heaven. See, look, we're already 15 minutes. This is good. Do you know what? Our podcast. We do what this we is going to be the longest podcast ever. Don't we're care. We're not going to stop. Never stopping. This is going to go for like four hours. Yep. Joe Rogan, good luck. Yep. Good luck keeping up with us, mate. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be able to turn up. I'm going to have to have a coffee, mate. Don't worry. But anyways, um, what are we talking about? Uh, we get drunk off like two beers. Yeah, we're, I'm a we're, cheap we're, drunk. Soft, we're also cheap dates, so... So if anyone wants to take us out for beers, you'll literally have to buy us a beer and a half and we'll uh, be on the floor yeah. drooling like children. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. Um, all right. Do you know what? I had this idea before. Break it down. So my new favorite part, which I only came across, came across, I can't talk, within the episode 24, I believe, with Maya Clarity, Shasta Clarity. What up, son? Uh, we, we, we sort of stumbled upon these random, what we like to call like our lightning round, which was actually, in my opinion, based on uh, our... Guru Tim Ferriss's uh, podcast, which is amazing. Go check it out. Tim Ferriss Experiment. Greatest thing. You'll learn a million things off there. It doesn't matter what you do. He has this thing where he's like, all right, I think he calls it something like that. And he asks all these really dope, pertinent questions from these extremely... Like back to back to back. And you back to back. And it was like, first thing that comes to mind, mind. Right. who's the most successful person in your mind in the world? Like, what does success mean to you? What's the best purchase under $100? What book have you gifted the most? That's great. What's the what uh, the best purchase under... Did I just say that? Under $100? Yes. Oh, Jesus 
So he, things like that. So I, and, and the answers that, that um, these sorts of questions make you come up with is super cool. So we started this lightning round that we, uh, in that episode. And we're pretty, I did it in Australia to a bunch of them, uh, of the, the interviewees. And, and it came out really dope. Cool. We didn't get to do it in the last couple. And this is ourselves. But I figured we should have something cool to ourselves. So I was thinking about this the other day. And Break you down. mentioned something that uh, sparked this for me. What are your top five beers of all time? Top five beers of all time. Whoa. Yeah, all time. And it could be just like an off-the-cuff thing. I know if you really... It's like saying the top five albums or top five rappers of all time for me. Like, that's a, a large question. You can't goat. just pull that on a bloke. So, goat is easy. I got asked that in, in rap interview. Quite People interview me for hip-hop stuff. And I, I, people ask me because of the beer cut stuff. Like, what's your favorite beer of but all time? But you're asking goat. Well, just one, no, though. No, no, no. Top five. Greatest of all kinds. Okay, so you can say... you can if you ha- Do you have a number one? Because I clearly do. But, like... It, I'm saying top five. Okay, I can do top five. Do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Okay, do you know what? Let's let, let's not put them in order. Cause I don't, okay. I'm, I'm, okay. When I say top five, absolutely no There's order. There's so many stuff. It's beer we're talking about here. Okay, so let's 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 just throw a couple okay, out there. Okay. okay, my number one, and I can clearly say a number one. I didn't think you would be able to do that. Go ahead. Heady Topper. Okay. Without a question, hands down, nothing even comes close. It is the greatest beer of all time. Number probably number two, West of Terran Twelve, and those are two of the most hyped beers. Oh, yes, they live up to the hype. They live up to the hype. Yeah. Did you know what someone else told me? Uh, uh, episode twenty eight, uh, Andrew from Mornington told me uh, he had Pliny. Same thing as you. I didn't like Pliny. It was I like it was cool, but it's like uh, so goes, the hype created around this beer is more important than the beer itself. Right, but there was hype created around Hetty Topper, and. Heady Topper. It lives up to it, It dropped my panties. I was absolutely floored by Heady Topper. I think about it regularly. I bought 16 cans. 16. 16 cans. And I savored them over a period of maybe three or four months. Just on, you know, tonight's a special night. Or Let's crack a I had, I had a good week at work. Let's crack, Let's crack a head. Let's yep. have a... And you know what? And you drink it from the can and Oof. it's cold. And when you crack that can, it just fills the room with hop aroma it's delicious I'm just thinking of it now it has I guess it has to be my favorite beer too and and mind you there's a lot of those crazy wild zany beers we haven't had before the white whales and, oh, and such we'll get to them we'll get to them we're on our way however it's just it's also I mean we watched the I watched a video from the the brewmaster of Hetty Topper and it's kind Not of honest. like sorry it's okay yeah um and he's just kind of like, it's a blue collar beer. It's a beer that you just, just drink it. I think it even says on the can, just don't drink age it. Yeah. it. Just don't drink it. Drink it fresh. Drink it fresh from the can and from the can specifically. And when you crack that and you smell it, you're like, oh my God. And you just chug it back after a hard day's work. And it's like, there's not much better than that. It is so fruity. Why shouldn't we drink that good all the Do time? Do you know what is, is, is in another, and it's not rated as highly as I think it should be. Break but it, uh, the modern times. The one uh, we had? Yeah. That was lit. I loved that beer, lit. man. It was right up there with Hetty Topper for me. And I mean, all the other big, um, uh, the, the beer rating sites and stuff rated it pretty well, but not like anywhere near the top. I really enjoyed it. Um, IPAs and specifically like strong IPAs, Imperial, whatever you want to call it, are probably one of my favorite styles just because there's so much flavor. It blows so interesting, away. right? Yeah. What was the beer you said before, maybe whatever twenty minutes ago? Why that the alchemist as well, or that you inspired me to say we have to talk about the lightning round because it was something. It was in my top five. Something you said 
Tommy C because we've had one and a half beers each. We can't remember. There was something you said, and I was like, "Oh, that was in my top five, and that's what." Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, what's the turn twelve? We should give that. A, a oh, that's not even two. a question. Like, what's the turn twelve? The eight, like the first time we had it, like you weren't there the very first time. No, I had the second I time with you. you. Yeah. I lost we, my mind. Like, because I was like, "Yo, we'd heard about." It. My mate told me, my mate Chris Warbridge, asked to Chris at Apple, was like, "Bro, this is beer worth the turn 12 I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because mm-hmm. I didn't know Jack. So we went down to this place called Sarah's Cafe on the downfall, and it was forty dollars a bottle. And we had all three. We had the six, the eight, and the twelve. And the twelve was just. We had the, We did that with you, Why right? Didn't you invite me because I didn't know it was like. I, I think I might, you might have been working. Oh no, it was working when you were a uh, in the hospitality. So you were working on the weekends, and we went down, and it was like I could not believe I just paid forty dollars for three hundred thirty mil, and it was worth every cent. I'm gonna go get my uh, little gift pack. Yes, yeah, so we'll just, talk about uh, that. Give me a second. And, and yeah, like Westies are completely worth every. Uh, worth the hype and I was just well, I, shocked with how dope it was right and then I told you about it and you ca- and I was like mate like I'm gonna uh, tell you about this beer I'm gonna bring you down you're gonna pay $40 for a, I mean right. we split it but I'm like trust me dog you can pay $20 for um, whatever you know 175 or 165 milliliters well, look, I'm back I'm back Scotty's back I and, had a, you know, like a beer a special beer display case with uh, all the good, we take some stuff here for you, mate. Stuff. Yeah, just take some stuff here. Careful, gonna, yeah, careful. We got, we got it. Oh Jesus! Okay, so no, you can come down to if you want to go. Oh, yeah, this is some fun stuff here. here. Yeah, so this is this is West Fortera, and so I stood in line at like seven thirty in the morning at some LCBO in the West End to get this. Uh, it's a little gift pack. It came with um, actually, I have. The original bottle that we had from Sarah's Cafe. Oh yes. So with like oh, with the, the label. The label. Can I be real? Nothing ever. I've never had one to match as good as. So that. these. These they the were gift cool. Pack ones were good, but like this one, I don't know. It was just exceptionally better than all these. I feel like there's something that these were just not aged as long. There was something different because these were rushed out for these packs. Exactly. For so mass whole, consumption. Right. That's exactly right. And it was just like no different to any other double, or quad. Yeah, I agree. And that's not dissing it. It was just this. Was this was the bottle. most. Ex- it was like so special. Belgian boys holding hands, running across my tongue. Rainbows, sound of music it. playing. Yep. Belgian waffles. It came with this raisins. really cute little chalice, which I don't know if I really chalice. break it out too much because because uh, you get. I only break it out when I drink Westies. The Westies. Anyways, that's it used to be. A, it was like a Christmas. Uh, thing. Yeah, so we aged a couple. I didn't age them at the right temperature, so they didn't get any better. Yeah. Like I aged them. at room temperature and they actually taste worse so uh, we learned a lot about that recently that that's okay but that's fine and then there's um, this is Hetty Topper the legend it is uh, drinking from the can isn't it gorgeous it's beautiful do you know what I heard people say the focal banger yes is better. better right so there's a big debate I was watching <laughs> we're gonna and have to go and check we that sure side are. by side for an episode um, we did this too the, the Bourbon County episode 19 if you remember it's delicious it's what like an episode that was 14% or something the balcony episode balcony and then episode? this is what I was talking about City of the Sun also episode times. 19 so that's gonna be your top 5 eh it's one of the fav- my favorite IPAs of all time. I loved Damn. it. Loved it. It says hoppy, juicy IPA. That's exactly what it is. I love hoppy, juicy IPAs. Mm-hmm. This delivered everything for me. I thought it was amazing. I'd love to try it more from Modern Times. Okay. Modern Times, if you want to fly us out to San Diego, California, Hello. We, will, we will drink and review every single beer you have in your room. Oh, I don't care how long it takes. I don't care. 
So these are a few of my favorite things. That's what's up. Um, that is beautiful. So we've got two, well, no, three of yours. So you got uh, uh, Hetty, Westy, yep. City of the Sun. So we have, that's two, essentially two double IPAs and a Belgian-style double. So right. just common trend here. It's all high ABV stuff. And it always is. I'm just trying to think if there was something that blew my freaking mind. <sighs> Top t- five of all time. It's such, it's such a tough one. Cause it's like, hey, you asked it. You I know I asked it. <laughs> I asked it knowing it was difficult. There was other beers, though, that I... There was something you said earlier, and it's kind of... I, I liked the Bourbon County Stout. I wouldn't put it in my top five, though. It was really good. Yeah, do you know what? I kind of wish I had it all pre... Do you know what was really good, AB. actually, that I lost my mind over? Was um, the 10... Uh, 10 Fitty. I was completely 10 Fitty. I was thinking about that. probably in my top five. Shasta... Was that you brought that or Phil brought that? I bought You that brought one. that. Shasta Scotty. That's a shout-out to Phil for no reason. But shout-out to was Phil. from... Uh, I picked that up in Vermont at that... Um, oh, was it there? Beverage Warehouse yeah. where I got the Hattie Topper. I got, okay. got a bunch of stuff there. And Do you know what? I really like the Beard beer, too. I don't know if I'd put it in my top five, Ooh, but it was yeah, like... that was, I was exceptional. Exceptional beer. Exceptional. exceptional beer. That's a really good point. I feel like on the podcast, we've, we've really like done well in keeping some fantastic beers. The Southern Tier Chocolate. Really? Yeah. I think I have to put that in my top five. Interesting. So Southern Tier Chocolate. This is, and I haven't really had a lot of these beers. I'm I'm still new to the game. I'm still getting into it. So it's so hard for us to get the American ones. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to be real, the you know my mother ones has favorite beer. My mother is in love with West Terran Twelve. Your mom has even tried it. Yeah, uh, we had it when I when I first oh, bought you, it because you got it for your pops. Yes, I got it for my dad. Shout out to Jeff as a gift. Shout out to Jeff Colt. It's his 60th birthday on Monday. Word what up to a my G. Dad. Salute um, to all the pops out there. Love you, Dad. So, Hug him. Hollow to Bruce, Love yo. Him. My Shasta favorite dad Bruce. out there, yo. Uh, next to my own father. Obviously. Of course, of course. But uh, he, my parents had it. My mom had it. My mom lost it. She's like, this is amazing. You know? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, this is like a $40 bottle. She's like, this is my favorite. And every time I bring a beer to her, I always try to bring her like new fun beers. And this is what she's, she, like, she's into. This doesn't even compare to the West of Terran Twelve. This isn't even compare. <laughs> Your mom's my a mom loves the West What an OG. So she's like, she likes good beer. She likes dark beer. So it was cool. Um, my whole family kind of really enjoyed it. And Get into uh, it, eh? You just know it's good when like people who don't even know beer or appreciate beer really are like, wow, this is exceptionally good tasting. <laughs> hmm. So it makes me happy. Though, yeah. That people actually go out of the way and they try the good yeah. stuff. And, and they remember it enough to be like, right. oh, this doesn't compare to Westy. Right. That's lit. I wish I wish Bruce got a chance to try yeah. Westy because I figured he would, have been, he would love that. That's a, a, a fantastic... Because uh, I feel like the, even if you're an amateur, because the, the people I went... I mean, granted, at the time when I tried Westy and when you were, we were pretty amateur. Look, we're still amateur now. Like, don't get yeah. it twisted. We just know a lot more than we did five years ago. Sure. When we tried it, I didn't know Jack. And well, it was 2012, I think. So it was probably four years ago. And it was... You know, everybody I had it with blew their mind. They yeah. we all knew enough to be like, yo, this is something serious right here. This is not a... a, a I remember it was during my... When I was doing the 365 days of beer. So I was reviewing, reviewing no, the beer. No, you would have finished it by then. No, I was no, still really? doing it. Was so it was a 2011. It must have been, yeah. It's hard to check. Yeah. BAOSpodcast.com. You can go back and see every single review. Not from him. Not from Scotty. Just well, from me. Sorry. Well, you know, it's not really a plug when it's our own <laughs> podcast, is it? Uh, but I, I remember talking about it and, and we savored, we shared one bottle and we savored it and we drank to the point, like we took so long to drink it that it was, it started warming up. You have to. And as it warmed up, okay. it changed its character. We, like, we, we put our hands on it. it and we warmed it and as it changed, I was like, 
This I was losing ridiculous. it. Like it was like the chameleon of beers. It was like when yeah. it started, it was like um, like crisp and and like dates and raisins and all that. And as it warmed up, I got like almost like Dr Pepper, like a like a cherry vanilla flavor. I to remember it. that. That's yeah. how real it was. And then it warmed up, and it was like almost like an apple, like a sour. Like it was like, how am I getting all these flavors from this one from this simple beverage over like an hour or two? Yeah, we probably drank it over an hour. We split a bottle over an hour. And that's like, a I don't do that. I'm usually no. like I drink neck it, right? right? So. And that speaks to the quality of that sort of beer. So, I mean, like, those sort of beers, even though people... Um, someone said something to me about, uh, you know, all of these bigger beers always get mentioned in the top fives. Well, you know what? Like, There's a reason for to, that. Yeah, it's not to discount, you know, like, you know what? A crusher. Like, an amazing, sessionable um, lager or something like that. Nothing wrong with that. That's that's amazing. But at the end of the day, it's not. you're not going to talk about it three, five years later, four years later no. with like a passion and you remember every, you know, detail about it. Now that speaks to a fantastic beer. I was going to say, do you, from your experience, from all the beers you've tried and reviewed, do you have, I mean, I mean you're over 2,000 now, right? 2,200. So you've had that many beers, but I bet you could go back to one of those original beers and maybe not know how it tasted, but have an idea of, is it good? Is it bad? Oh, I remember almost everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Isn't that insane? It's crazy. Your, your, your um, taste memory can... Because I can go in and be like, we just went to the LCBO at uh, Dundas uh, West. And blew it up. Right. And we walked through, and there were so many beers. I was like, yeah, I'd drink that again. Oh, that was a bit too this for me. This was yep. really good. I would Like, my taste memory is insane when then it comes why, to that. But does that come from us taking this way too seriously probably and you know what i'm thinking it's because like i bet if you ask someone like say my brother who doesn't write about it right who has drunk a ton of beers Absolutely. he's probably had a good solid 1500 but hasn't recorded it per se he's he's ta- he hasn't recorded it like we have but he's taken a lot of images and stuff yeah. um would he be able to have that memory i reckon or do we have it because we reviewed it and i still review every beer like i'm nearly coming up to 2300 now yeah so that's you know, substantial amount of beers for the average person to be able to remember. So I can, we still talk crap about the bad beers we had, but we still talk fondly about the great beers we had. There's, if, if it's, if I don't remember it, that means it probably wasn't that memorable. Exactly. If it was a decent beer that, that sort of like made an impact on us, we're going to remember that. Yeah. Now, is it because we were bloody obsessed with this so much so that we have a freaking podcast and blog and blah, blah, blah? Or is it because we wrote about it? No, crack the, crack the hammer. Yeah, I figured. Or whatever. You know, I don't know. I'm curious. So, um, Answer that after we tell yep. about the talk about the amble. So this so, is the final beer from Cameron's. Fourth and final beer. We have three winners so far. This is number four. I'm hoping for the best. Uh, Cameron's Amber Red Ale. Fantastic. So punrific. Oh my god. A five percent red ale. Uh, let's give her a crack. Let's give her a crack. I had this to be honest. Oh, what a ding. Yes, get it. Look at that. Oh, look how lit that is, eh? Foamy AF. I had this maybe a week or two ago. Now, I think um, I'm... I'm Count front, and I purchased it with my money. Yep. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed the branding. I enjoyed the beer. And I'm, look, remember back in the day, Ambers were, like, by far my favorite style. Yes. And I think that oh, was... Oh, you liked cream hmm. ales, though. I liked cream ales, then I liked Ambers. Ambers, yeah. And I think it was because... It's like the it's like the automat how what's the word? It's like as the palette grows, you know, ambers were the next darker style. So maybe a porter might have been too much for me at one point, 
but an amber was like just right. And then I was loving all the red beers. And then, oh, look at that Cameron's lineup right there. You like that? You like that, babe? You like that? She's not really commenting, that's okay. She loved it, she loved it, mate. Um, anyway, cheers. Cheers to the fourth and final. Thank you, fourth Cameron's. Thank you, Cameron's, appreciate that. Yeah, it's great. Still great, second time around, still great. What's the percentage? Probably five, five, five even. Um, four from four. So this Cameron's Brewmasters selection pack, uh, four from four. Personally, I would highly recommend it. If you in, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking, for, if you're like relatively new to craft beer and you want to get into it, this is perfect. Yeah, that I couldn't be. You should call perfect. it like a craft beer intro pack. Like. Yeah, and you know, even for someone like us, you know, we don't always have to have a, a, a you know, a, a full pack of like like palate wrecking IPAs and stuff. Which is lit because it... Green Flash Palette Wrecker. Yes, also, I was going to say, I, there's... Uh, I had that like a couple years ago. It came up in my Facebook memories yeah. the other day. That would also be my top five. Palette Wrecker. Palette Wrecker. Okay. How about lit. the Yakima? Yakima IPA, yes! Yeah, Sorry, I got me excited. I don't just... Like, I, I like it. It's not my top five, but you lose it over Yakima. I, I, I bought... You know what? If You, you know how Tim Ferriss asked what book have you Le bought Castor, for more right? people? The cast, like, Le Castor. Amazing. I have bought that beer for more people than any other yeah. beer. That yeah. is my, like, the equivalent of, like, a book. Yeah. Um, it's lit. This is this is good. But, yeah, I feel like even... It's just a, it's just a cool, like, mixer pack that's four interesting, uh, solid beers, all sessionable once again. We don't like the word. But Can they're we, not over 5.2 or We need to make highest. up a new word. I like for indie, sessionable. indie for craft. We need something mm. else for sessionable. Crushable. I almost prefer crushable. I heard, I swear I saw the other or even today something described like a beer described as crushable at Burdock really on the, the saison that we got said crushable I thought I made that up didn't I invent that you always said crushes that Wellington we're not going to talk about that so that's Wellington Dark Ale that's a whole different world you always say Wellington's Waterloo Waterloo Dark Waterloo yeah, yeah, yeah sorry well shouts to Wellington okay. shouts to Waterloo if Wellington or Waterloo <laughs> wants to be on the podcast give us a holler because you're about the same Wellington's in Guelph and Waterloo's in Waterloo so Holla at you boys. Um, yeah. There was something else I was saying before this. This is like, you know what I'm saying? This is our like two beer drunk in. This is good. I'm enjoying this amber though. Do you want to do, let's do a little lightning round. Let's do a lightning round. Give, give me some Let's more. do a back. I, I got one for okay. you as well. Okay. So, Are you going I'm going to start. We're going to go one for one right now, okay? Oh, this is this toe to toe. Toe to toe. This is like a family feud, but <laughs> okay. not, not as many people. Uh, you're on a deserted island. What two four are you bringing? Bud Light. Jokes. <laughs> I hope that's for lols, bro. Um, honestly, and don't say Corona because I I have a feeling you're gonna say Corona. I'm not gonna say Corona. Okay. A two four on a desert island indefinitely. Yeah. Do you know what? I a taste would... a slab, so to speak. The thing that comes to mind immediately, and probably because I just drank it, was an India Pale Lager now because it's light enough to do it, but it's hoppy enough that I'm interested in it. That's a fantastic so idea. This Cameron's IPL was lit. The only other one recently we had was the collaboration for the session one, which was the Seven Breweries. Remember yes. the one with Nicole from yes. Sweetgrass? And really had, good. Really good. That was a great yeah. IPL. Uh, off individually for someone like us who likes the crazy beers doesn't blow our mind but it was really well done Sam from Sawdust of course was involved mm -hmm. um, that type of beer Coriolis effect no that was a sour remember the remember we had the session um, the, the barrel aged saison the red and the white oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, at yes, your yes, birthday yes, party yes, we yes, had yes. that one right 
Uh, that Cold was called Session uh, IPL. Yes, and it was Session. And Sam yes. mentioned yes. we talked about it in the there podcast. There were the seven breweries involved in exactly. it. Exactly right. that yes. particular beer or this Cameron's one. Cool. Uh, I would say an India Pale Lager. I can't think of one off the top. What would you say? We gotta, you have to ask me a different question. This oh, is uh, okay. It's back and forth. That's a good point. Yeah. What beer would you have pour at your wedding? Ooh. I don't want to say just wedding like, we're like 16 year old girls, but like. Yeah. You know. I'm so oh, hey, guys. So cute. What would you have? Um, if I can only pour, because I'm going to be pouring multiple beers in my wedding. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Do you know what? What's what three beers are you going to pour at your wedding? What's that? What three beers are you going to pour at your wedding? Great question. Um, they're not going to be any of the big guys because they can't be. I can't just. Why would they be? What are you? Shout outs, West Lateran, hook me up with a keg, keg. of your like. No. Oh, so that's what you mean by big guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming the top be, five is. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what? Do you really want to drink no. West Lateran or Hetty Top? No, I want wedding? something I can I can drink all evening long. It'd be dope to get Hetty and one per person for the whole table that you have the toast. Everybody toasts stop their Hetty. Stop it. Stop it. I may have already thought of had, having Hetty at the head table as opposed to champagne. Yo, Tiff, are you cool with that? If we get Hetty Topper instead of champagne? She said, cool, guys, it was on record. Tiffany said, did you hear it? Yeah. Um, three beers at my wedding. Okay, well, I'm trying to appeal to everyone there, right? Who doesn't drink Hedy Tumble? Close <laughs> Lug Tread. Ooh, good choice. Because everyone... For the Kolsch? Yeah. Like, so everyone drinks that? Yeah. It's like a lager. It's like right. a lager replacement. So we'll have that on... There's mm. going to be beers on tap. There's going to be beers in cans and shit. Right? Say three kegs. Three, three kegs. kegs? Okay, because keg, that changes the game. Three drafts. Sorry, okay. three draft lines. Three draft lines. Bose Lug Tread, 100%. Great choice. Um, then I also want like something a little darker. Um, Slightly darker, like an amber, like a brown. Yeah. Um, like almost like a... Like a um, Cream ale, like a... Like the Saint Amboise? Yeah, Nitro Saint Amboise oh. Like on Nitro. Like a nitro cream ale. Or the nitro pumpkin spice latte. Okay. And then maybe a seasonal. And then maybe like a... like Depends a what time are you going to get married? Right. Everyone gets married I need an IPA. Those. I need an IPA. So what IPA is on tap? Mad Tom? Um, yes. Now it depends. Yes. Once again, this would also depend because Tiff and I are going to do that in uh, Jamaica. Yes. So you're not Jamaica. going Jamaica, yeah. as our French friends say it. And I don't know how appropriate. Uh, maybe a light IPA would be lit. But then you have to bring it there. How are you going to get an IPA to a keg of IPA to freaking Jamaica? Um, you're not. You can drink Red Stripe. You can drink Red Stripe Bold, Red Stripe Light, Dragon and then Dragon Stout for the for, yeah. the, for the bad man. So I was going down for the bad man dem. For the bad man dem. Sorry, I was going to say bad so, men. This bad man dem. So the answer to your question is, thank you for helping me with it. You're welcome. Bose Lug Tread, Muskoka Mad Tom IPA, Saint Ambo Cream Ale. That's a lineup. Get right it in ya! Right in your face. Okay, next question. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Okay. Um, what beer that everyone else likes, you don't like? Like, what? Like, hmm. there's too much... What, what, what beer that, is there too much hype surrounded? Hmm. Like, which beer you're like, yeah. Craft or anything? Anything. Like, why is everyone's like, yo, I love that I love beer. It's so yeah, it's sick. Like, like, no. Like, yo. That beat's not good. Great question. Um, as far as it doesn't high, have to be Ontario craft, just like just what, like everyone's like, yeah, like what did you we just would, have recently? Where we're like, it wasn't that good. You could say Pliny. That would probably be a Pliny, good answer. For me right now, it. I haven't had it in a bottle. Pliny is that that answer is so Pliny, Pliny for me. Pliny the Elder was super underwhelming. 
I mean, if Russian River, you want to give me a bottle of Pliny to try because I had it on tap. What's isn't tap always supposed to be better? Not always. I feel like right? not. I feel mm-hmm. like that's not the case. I feel like especially with like a specialty brew like that, you have to have it because there's so many factors involved in kegging a beer. Yeah. Are the lines clean? How long has the keg been sitting there? How long ago was it tapped? You hope it is. How fresh is the keg? Yeah. But not really. I kind of went to this very unassuming pub in the suburbs of Santa Monica, and it was just like no one was there, and I kind of just like, what? You have plenty? Yes. Amazing. Can I have one, please? So maybe they hang hang on to it for too long. Right. Maybe it's been cracked a while ago. So I need to to judge, right? right? And especially like this is why I get why, um, this little gem over here, Hetty Topper. I had a blank there, mate. Right, I don't know why. It happened. I've had two beers. <laughs> two, two beers, guys. We're, um, we're, we're mashup. But they say drink right from the can because it's the freshest from the can. I need to try it from the bottle. I need to see what it's all about. What? If enough, like how many people have said this is their favorite beer or the best double IP they've had, there has to be a reason for that. Um, I need to try the real thing. Russian River, hit me up. Hit, hit him up and also hit me up because I'll be yeah. there too as soon as the yeah, good friends at well. Canadian government give me work permit. <laughs> As far as that, that's a wonderful question. I don't recall anything that I've hated that everyone's been hyped about. Um, I feel like in the States, I don't get to try enough good American beer regularly that I've heard like all this crazy hype and then I have them like, what was this all about? Um, Whereas here... This seems to, it's, it's a very hype-free environment in, uh, at least in Ontario and in, in uh, Quebec, or even less, like I feel, unless I'm disconnected from the scene, uh, I feel like I try and keep tabs on both. Um, I'm not sure if I can answer that because I don't know if one specific beer gets, like, I guess I see, not, once again, not a diss, but people will talk about Ace Hill everywhere and it's in a lot, a lot of venues and, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people talk about it. I tried it at that Cloak and Dagger yep. in college after Hip Hop on Breakfast one time on tap. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. Didn't know anything about him. Didn't know. And this has got nothing to do with any sure. other of our connections. Dead yep. serious. And Just I didn't, like, didn't yeah. like it. I ordered sure. it. I paid for it. Um, didn't like it. Um, thought it was pretty nice. It very hyped up too. And that's the only thing I can think of because yeah. I know our good friend Chanel told me about it. Um, she didn't necessarily say it was good, but she told me about it. She's been dying to try it for a while. And yeah, because she, she had it at Coda. She used to work at yeah. Coda, so she saw it a lot there in cans. I didn't have the can. Can't judge. Don't know how fresh. I feel like uh, Cloak and Dagger have a fantastic range of craft beer, so they would probably have clean lines. They would probably be turning over the taps quickly. Sure. The kegs would go quickly. They've always been busy when I've been there. I feel like that's a beer you drink out of the can too. I feel like it might be, which is why, yeah. once again, same with Pliny, I don't want to completely trash it. Yeah. But that would probably be the closest thing I can think of off the dome to something mm-hmm. that people had hyped and I just wasn't feeling it. I just tasted too macro-y to me. Sure. Um, and it's a pills and I'm just, I don't know, those type of beers generally don't excite me. Don't bore me, but they don't get me like amped, you know? Mm-hmm. So good question. All right. Um, if you could make a mixer pack for an introduction to craft beer such as this, what four beers would you put in this Scott Beer Cole introductory to craft mixer pack? And it can be from anywhere in the world, Ontario, Canada, doozy. States, anywhere, anywhere you what travel. What a doozy. You like that one? This is awesome. This is good. This, this is really cool. good. But we didn't talk about this, so I actually have to think about it. Yeah, so this is amazing. It's not this like, yeah. Unrehearsed, guys. Okay, so you have to have... Yeah. 
an IPA in there. <laughs> yeah. Like a bit. Do you know what I'm Introduction almost, to craft beer. Keep yeah. Just like this was. And not Ontario craft beer. In, world. Worldwide. Okay. No rules. No so rules. the first thing I have to ask myself is what four styles do you want? Because there are going to be four different styles. Yes. Um, I don't want to put a, I don't want to put a lager in there. Because my man, why? Because just because everything's a lager. Everything's a lager. Mm. Like ninety percent of the beer people drink are lagers. If you're going to um, showcase craft beer, I feel like there are good craft. These are some great craft lagers. Yeah, but I feel like you're not um, showcasing craft beer by putting a lager in there. Gotcha. So I think there has to be number one an IPA, mm-hmm. a stout or a porter. True. I don't think a stout and a porter, a stout or a porter. Because they're somewhat interchangeable. Similar enough. Somewhat. Um, <clears throat> a sort of sour beer. Ooh, good addition. Because this is kind of an up-and-coming trend, and it's a part of beer. It, sour beers are... But like a light sour, like a goza or something? Or like a... Yeah, I, I don't... I put like Saison? A, be, no, because it's like a beginner, like a Berliner Weiss. Like something a little lighter, Smart. but sour, but with some flavor to it. Okay. So... I'm going to put Coriolis Effect in there because I really like that beer. Shout out Sammy. Sada City does it well. Always. Um, what, what, what's the light beer you're going to put in there then? Like I don't want to say Bose Lugtrite again. I'm such a... Put it on there. Like it's a, a Kolsch. Yeah. So I'll put like a Bose Lugtrite. It's a Kolsch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll put Co- Co- Coriolis, Coriolis Effect, effect. For, a, for a sour because yeah. it's a light approachable sour. Then I need a... A or Porter. Yeah. Um, we're talking introduction so we're not getting too so crazy. this is not to an o- triple og like right. my dukes who drinks westy 12 not, this is no r- <clears throat> russian imperial stout here that's what i'm not saying like right 13 you know what business. like a saint ambois oatmeal stout Ooh, great choice. yeah so we, we made three pork with that and then we need an ipa mad tom i don't want to s- mm. what about um my one what's the what's the one le casto La Castor. Nah, it's mine. It's my gender copy. <laughs> so um, uh, like an introductory IPA. Um, that's a, Alexander Keats. I lied. <laughs> I was about to slap you, but... Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'll put Southern Tier IPA in there. Interesting. So I Southern, like that. Southern Tier IPA. Okay. That's a- Bose Lug Tread. Yep. Coriolis. Cori- Coriolis Effect. Santa Bos Oatmeal Stout. That's a really fantastic mix of that. If you found, so we were just at the OCBO and they had the blind. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, those little baggies? Yeah, so they had a baggie of five beers, I think it was. They have like, yeah, 10 bucks. It's a pretty good deal. So whatever. But you don't know what's in there. They tell you the style of beer and the percentage, but you don't know what it is. It's just a brown paper bag and just grab it up and it's craft beer. I, we didn't even look in it. But I would never do that. But if I picked it up and had those four, I'd be, be a okay happy with camper. That. Yeah, absolutely. And you give that to the uh, the, the novice homie. Yeah, to be like you be know, like, what? tell me what you like. You may not like all of these. I almost feel like there should be another couple in there just to be like like um, make it a sixer. Give, yeah, give me two more. Give me two more. Like so, a pumpkin spice beer. Put in like um, a seasonal or some description. Yeah, put in. Uh, I need. I feel like because craft beer, you have you have to have big bold flavors in craft beer. I yeah. think if, even if it's indie an intro, beer. Indie beer, which I like better. Even if it's an introductory pack, you have to have something that kicks you in the mouth. Because that's what craft beer is to me. It's like, wow, flavor, taste, everything. It's not like, oh, this is okay. Like, it tastes pretty good. I could have a few of these. Mm -hmm. Like, blow my mind. Give me something that's like, oh, my God. 
Why not? So like, yeah, maybe like a pumpkin, like a seasonal fruit beer. Maybe like a lambic or like a, a pumpkin spice beer. Fruly? Fruly's a great one. Or one of those Lindemans joints? I prefer the Lindemans, yeah. The, the cassis that was like. Like cassis, Lindemann cassis. Or even mm-hmm. the ephemere, one of the ephemeres, the poire Yo. or the cassis. Or that the blue that was the was blueberry FME from Unibrew. Blueberry oh, Weeper. I, had really that at, uh, I don't want to talk about it at Chambly. You had it not too long before that. Yeah. Uh, I was very jelly when I saw that you had it because I was in Australia. And I was like, man, this dude's having this damn FME and I'm yeah. out here like drinking these other beers and you get to try it. But so impressed. As usual, I love FME. I love Unibrew. I don't know what to yeah. say. I have another lightning round Hit me question up. for you. Hit me All up. right. Um, it's not really lightning round. There's no speed or... There's zero it's, speed here. <laughs> yeah. It's not back and forth. It's like, I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to take 20 minutes to discuss it. Yeah. This is no lightning round by the longest means, podcast of all time, by yeah, the way. that's okay. 80 minutes. It's beautiful. I have lots more to say. <laughs> uh, sorry, Tiff. How much more wine do you have? <laughs> Enough. No, it's all yours. Go ahead. Um, so, brewery tours. Okay. Um, best one you've been on okay and one that you would love to go on mm, alright have you been on a lot of brewery tours yes I know I we've done some together we've done a bunch together yeah. um, I've done a, a few myself um, some one of the favorite ones that stands out which was with yourself at Nickelbrook back in the day it now, was that, that would have you know to be why, my though. favorite too because it was because John was there and he came and showed us the, was he even the brewmaster. He's like, hey, you want a tour? <laughs> All right. So we were up at the bottle shop asking for one of everything they make. And they had a pretty big lineup even at the time. No, they had enough beers at the yeah. time. Yeah. Like so we 15 had, we were 20 beers. little singles because our goal was to drink as many different beers as we possibly could. Hence the 365. Right. Yep. So we were buying one of each and one of the brewmasters. I think he's one of the brewmasters. Not okay. Brewmaster. John, I forgot his yeah. last name. Yeah. Really nice guy. No, came he up. was the owner because it's his yes. kids who the brand Correct. is named after. Correct. Yes. So that bloke. So we were up buying these beers and he just happened to see us doing this. And it was, I guess it was kind of odd because we're grabbing all these six packs of like one of everything. Not like, hey, give me a six or this or a six yeah. or that. And he's like, hey guys, like you into beer? And we're like, yeah, we're doing this 365 days of beer thing. We're trying one beer around. a day, but we give him the whole spiel. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. Do you want to come down and see my facilities? That sounds wrong pretty pause yeah pause he just pause yeah um so we're like yeah absolutely we'd love to and he brought us down and we saw his whole they just got a canning line Mm -hmm. they're like it was this little kind of wimpy thing i'm assuming they're pretty high production now like they're i feel like the whole thing would have been uh but he brought us down and gave gave us a self-guided brewery tour i don't even know if they did tours just the two of us just the two of us and he came up we didn't ask for it we didn't pay for it or anything he just said hey you guys seem interested in the brand and in beer do you want to come down and see all of our brewing facilities and we're like absolutely mm-hmm. and it was so cool we went down and it was like kind of dark and dungeness and and um it was dope pretty a pretty small operation at the time but this is like what six years ago five six years ago uh, 2011 so five years ago yeah and uh it was really cool just because it was like the owner and the brewmaster, yeah, yeah and just the two like, of just the two of us going right. down there. So that was super that was cool, really right? fun, yeah. Um, that was definitely a highlight because of those exact reasons. Um, off the top, I feel like the flying monkeys one was super fun really because fun. I feel like we learned a bit out there, and they were like just like the branding, they're ridiculous. And I think it was also, like a fun one, right? We had that. Uh, that was the same trip. We had the bubblegum beer. Yo, 
It was like a bubblegum lager. It was like a limited release. It was so And they good. made it for the Toronto Beer Festival, yes. but they had some left Extra, over. And they were pouring it at the brew pub. And this would be in 2011 again. I think yeah. we went the following year to the Toronto Brew Fest. And I swear I had, dead ass, like 10 beers from Flying Monkeys that day. And they were all crazy, like licorice beers, lime yeah. beers, like all crazy fun flavors. Stuff. Um, gosh, hiccuping. So that was really good. As far as a brew tour I would like to go on, Stone. Mmm. I feel like that'd be awesome. Stone Brewing in San Diego. Uh, shout once again. I, I guess you guys are too big to really care about us, <laughs> but if you ever do care about an Aussie and a Canadian out here in Toronto, and Montreal, and we'd love to come. Man, we, I love to. I, I love California so much. It's like, the litest. Yeah, it's and the best. San Diego. I've never been. We got a good homie there. I neither. Yeah. Um. So we, you know, have we have multiple reasons to go. Plus, it's pretty much the crafty mecca of the world. I would say. I would say. And you Especially know, stones open for IPAs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's where the style originated. Exactly. I guess as far as well, not originated. That's not true. Where where it, like grew to what it is yes. today. Uh, from Lagunitas, from Stone, from Sierra yep. Nevada. And, you know, Stone, how about, you know, in a couple of years, are going to open that uh, hotel opposite the brew pub. Yes, sounds that just, sounds amazing. I think you literally got beer on tap in your room. Like, I can't <laughs> even fathom that. Um, I would die. I would but, uh, die. I mean, no, we probably would. Our liver's already got a problem, <laughs> clearly. So Swiss we would probably cheese. kill ourselves. Yeah. So I feel like Stone would be extra lit just amazing. in general because of the yeah. size of it, because of the sheer quality of every single beer they release is just phenomenal. Uh, I think that would be a real fun brew. Cool. And I feel like their branding's dope. And I feel like they're... I feel like the people I get that work there are cool. Like, yeah. yeah. Those couple of companies that... They got like a rock out, and roll feel to them. Like, totally, yeah. yeah. With that devil horn thing exactly. and stuff. And just the way... I get all their email newsletters. I love them. So I steal their new stuff. The way they word things, the the way they have their branding, the names they call their beers. It's just... It's all ridiculous. Again, it comes down to branding. We, we underestimate branding, I think, a little bit. Like, it means a I lot. I feel like we don't because we talk about it a lot. But I feel like a lot of... Maybe some people right. do... And that's why I mess with the Ontario scene because they've stepped it up. Shouts to Cameron, shouts to Nickelbrook, shouts to even Trafalgar, uh, the Grand River. A bunch of breweries have really like, stepped their game up because if you don't, you're out of here. Yeah. And if, you know, when new brewer, newer breweries like Lost Craft and even something like ACIL, whose can is super dope, they're going to be on the shelf and they're competing with all these people who are getting into craft beer who are new to it and they're like, oh, that's pretty. I'll get that because it's pretty. You know? Right. Yo, if you think that if you can, if your can or bottle is not pretty, mate, that no one's buying it. Yeah, and and it's really important, and that's uh, to me that's exciting about Ontario. Mm-hmm. I think it's super super ill that people are doing that. I know we don't shut up about it, but you know, and that's probably why you know all, a lot of these hot like look at the heady topic hands. Just the silver, it's simple, but it's sexy. Something about it, Absolutely. consistent. Anyways, it's lit. Longest podcast of life. Yeah, it was good. It we was drank great. four delicious beers. We did once again. Thank we did you, the Cameron's. slowest lightning round of life. <laughs> there was no lightning about it. Nothing lightning, and this is pushing uh, ninety minutes. We are halfway to a Joe Rogan episode. You know what? Enjoy it. I don't care. It's a good. It's a good conversation. Yeah. I'm glad we let it run. Uh, do you know what we didn't do? What did Sponsors. Do? do you want to do that really quick? Absolutely. Uh, what do we got? Brewheads. Thebrewheads.com. Yeah, once again, I'm not going to mention all the details. Everything no, on the podcast, because you're not going to see this on the video. All the information is on the podcast description. Uh, Brewheads. Thebrewheads.com. 15% off everything. Uh, Illnote Studios. Illnotestudios.com. And it's 15% off your mixing mastering stuff. For both stuff. 15% off Brewheads and 15% off uh, the mixing Ill-Note mastering stuff. 
Uh, we have Ur- torontourbanadventures.com for your beer tours. It's 20%, if I'm not mistaken. The historic beer for this. tour. We're getting a yes, message up there. That's okay. And um, finally, there is... I always forget. I think we might have finished the deal with High Five. But shouts to Dave. Yeah. C-Cut at High Five. Absolutely. High Five. Pedaltours.com. Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's probably the end of his season anyways yep. coming in. Hit him up. I think it's like 10% discount off the... Um, off the uh, tours for them yep. uh, check it out because you know what that's something we're going to do we might have probably missed the boat for this year but next year we're 100% going to go into Detroit again we're going to go to Ann Arbor and see Dave we're going to do his pedal tour we're going to freaking podcast the whole thing oh it's going to be God. lit that will be my favorite I'm already he's working on uh, new cities Ypsilanti I've seen him he's oh having some God. deals with all the uh, we're going to ride a bike drink beer and podcast it's going to be a lituation. It's going to be an absolute lituation. As the kids say. So this was a fun talk, man. Yeah. Um, once again, thank you again to Cameron's for providing the beer, all of which were fantastic. And, you know, I would I would recommend that to, to the... To even if they you're were sort delicious. Of, yeah, they're all, they're all really well-made beers. So, yeah. you know, salute to them for stepping their game up uh, all round. And uh, that's pretty much it. So episode 32. Good chat, brother. Cheers. Love Cheers. you guys. Love you. Catch ya. Catch ya. <laughs>